This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies, just chowing on the junkies, yeah. It's pit season, what a time to be alive. Pit season, couple of regular guys. It's pit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's pit season, ha 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 Hey, what's going on, biddies? It's Drab T-Shirt. Hey, it's Matt Valdez. This is episode 81 of the Bit Season Saga. <laughs> Who would have thought we'd make it this far? Not me. <laughs> Especially uh, without a producer and third <laughs> mic. But we... we, we bare, bare bones operation. We dredge on. Yeah, we do. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. We are having fun doing this show. Mm-hmm. And a special thank you to Don't Sleep Energy Drink. I have mine... Right now, uh, today's episode of Bit Season is brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep supports Matt and Matt and Bit Season, this behind-the-scenes show of the Junkies, wrap-up show of the Junkies. Get some today at don'tsleepenergy.com and use the promo code BITTIES, that's B-I-T-T-I-E-S, for 10% off every order. Follow and like on all social media at Don't Sleep Energy. So we love Don't Sleep. Uh, it keeps us going, especially long days like today. Speaking of beverages, have you noticed that Lurch's new water bottle, he's taking swigs of it into the microphone all the time? Yes, I've noticed that. He's all, it, it's, it, I know we all got mic techniques that bother people, perhaps. It's, it's, it's hard. It, it's, it is hard sitting here talking for long periods of time and making it sound as professional as possible. But Lurch literally does not care. I... Uh... I, I I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I, the, I the, co- that. the cough button. Well, the drinking. Well, here's the thing: is I know he pushes the cough button, but it is so goddamn loud. I, he I, pushes like, it late. He pushes think so? it. I think he, he pushes needs to it do. Late. He needs to do the uh, the cape the cape trick where you put your arm over your. Thing. Well, he coughs right in, like right into it. I, I don't I don't understand what he's doing, but it's he cares more than 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 E B. Who will just eat into the oh, microphone? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. What do you think's more annoying, the eating into the microphone or the the? Well, Evie's doing it on like he's doing it on purpose because oh, like he likes a, it. Oh, he's like uh, listen to me. Yeah, I don't I'm think a, Lurch. I'm a shot I, I, I should be fair. I don't think Lurch realizes the sounds that it's so that, loud that it, the sounds that he's making. But they are they are you know the what big sillies. I think it might be the noise canceling headphones because he's not he's not able to mm-hmm. hear what he's doing. Yeah, and then he's hearing, and since his mic's off. He's still hearing everybody else's stuff. I don't know. That's just my wild theory. Well, it's, um, you know. But, yes, I have noticed, like, um, when the guys have an in-show read or whatever, or if there's audio playing, that's a huge mm-hmm. that's a huge uh, loogie into the mic, cough or drink into the mic, is anytime there's audio playing, that's, 
That's the prime offender. So yeah, so we got a, we got a great show for you guys today. There's been a lot of uh, bit season talk on the big show. Yeah, I throughout like, the I, week. I, yeah, I for, think for better or for worse, we're gonna get uh, <laughs> Valdez's review of Air. <laughs> hey, and it's actually it's starting to get butt funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, we, I really appreciated Lurch's daughter's <laughs> review of Air. I so did I. I <laughs> it's, it's starting it was to be good one comedic of those. timing by Lurch. You know what it's like. Hmm. It's like Dan Snyder's Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> is that is that a year from now, Air is going to be on demand or on Amazon Prime, and Jason's going to see it, and he goes, "Hey, I finally saw Air," <laughs> and we do a review of a year old movie. And you still haven't seen it. Why haven't, saw, why haven't you seen it? Why did you let everyone else see it, but you didn't commit enough to the show to go see it? You know what? I I was actually I was going to go see it the other day. Um, it, it, it's just the review. I feel like I've seen. The I know. Movie. I know why you're not. Going. So, I know why you're I not. I feel going. like I've seen the movie already. Is be, uh, everyone uh, talked about the opening scene, the montage, no. the music, Ben Affleck and uh, Matt Damon's tiny legs. You don't here's, see the real Jordan. Here's why you're not going. Uh, well, David Falk, the because guy who played David Falk's awesome. Already, Viola Davis is great. I've heard it all. On no, on Thursdays yeah. you are here late. You cannot give up a day of CrossFit to go to the movie theater <laughs> to support the show. And what is with you posting workout videos? You know everyone hates that. I and then getting shown up by some little guy, some <laughs> some some twig who lifted after you, and you almost died doing your 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 uh, clean or whatever the hell it was. Look, I, I and he I, went up there and lifted it like yeah, it was a lift, toothpick, lift, lifted it like an ant, lifting a, yeah. a boulder over his head. Uh, look, I am in the. Inf- I know your <laughs> obsession with CrossFit I'm not a- is hit is hit peak. Uh, we're at peak obsession. I have addiction issues. <laughs> I think you do. And and when I and when I get into something, I get fully into it. And you, I look- dive in. I dive in head first. Are you enjoying I- all the compliments? I people- don't get that. I don't get that many compliments. I've had people say, uh, "Hey, you you look great. You look like you've lost a lot of weight." I've had uh, if some other cross I've had some other crossfitters uh get in my mentions or DM me mm-hmm. and and ask asking it's about my, and asking about my wads. Yeah, your wad. But I I like I like the community aspect of it and I want to show love to the mill where I go and I I train. That's, that's an illegal plug. <laughs> that's probably the second illegal plug of the week. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, when did I I just said I go to the mill. I know that's that's, that's where the, I go. That's Plugola. That's the, well, I want you guys, you biddies, biddies, to keep track of that. That was an illegal <laughs> plug by Valdez, just like he did an illegal plug earlier in the week that I chirped at you for. Yeah, what, you what, chirped. what did you plug again? I don't even remember. I, I forget too. No, I know. No, I he plugged a restaurant. Valdez, Valdez is supposed to be in. I, should, I, st- I need st- to be the keeper of the gate. Yes, the keeper of the gate. You're supposed to be lockstep with Drab and us. Smashing the junkies, and now Valdez forgot about it, or he was selfish. More likely, the latter. Yes, and he took a free meal at a restaurant, knowing that he'd have to give him a plug on the air. Mm-hmm. And he did that, and I know JP was making a mental note of it. So the next time it happens, he will then He's point out that Valdez was also plugging uh, okay, restaurants okay, on the show. Okay, well, you don't have to defend me when that happens. I just want you to admit your mistake. <laughs> All right, I admit my mistake. Do you feel? Do you do you believe that? Do you believe that you made a mistake? Are you just trying to, to appease me? Um, you know, we, we took a stand. You know, yeah, I know, we took a stand. 
You know what? It, I felt I felt like I deserved it. Why did you deserve <laughs> it? Why did you deserve it? We, you should feel that too. We've been working hard. Some, some some we've been working hard, and I felt like I felt like I could uh, uh, swim, swim swim laps in Adult Swim, right? Yeah. So I, I felt like I, I deserved it. Was this after the Vinny and Joe segment that that we were a big part of? Yeah. Okay. And also, there's a lot of things we've been doing behind the scenes. There's also a lot of things we've been doing behind the scenes here for the show. Don't and you for think the that station. the junkies think that they deserve it? All the heavy lifting they're doing. Hosting a show for four hours daily, being entertaining, breaking news worldwide with Brian Davis. Don't they deserve a free lunch at uh, <laughs> Circa know, or whatever just, the hell it's called? No, just just let me just let me enjoy my. <laughs> I, I let did me not enjoy let my you, dinner. I did not. I did not let Valdez enjoy that plug <laughs> no, at all. I glared at you him know, so quickly. You know what Drab wants me to do? Drab, Drab wants me to stick my finger down my throat and puke, and puke up those pokey nachos <laughs> right now in front of him. <laughs> No, I, I, I want you to enjoy all, all the, the, the uh, fruits of your labor here on the show. Why are, you, why are you giving me so much guilt? Because it, it's gonna go. The show will go back into plug mode, and then boring stories. Plug mode. We're already, we're I already, uh, we're already Venmo deep right now. I we're know. in Venmo season. I, I, first of all, I can't believe you guys are Venmoing the junkies a hundred dollars. They're the last people in the world who need a hundred dollars. Well, and that shouldn't matter, but. You know what? It's kind of true. I'll be honest. It has to that, go into that, it. No, be, that's just my jealousy. I'm jealous. I am I, jealous. I, too. I think. I think. Well, but I also have shame, and I and the junkies don't. At least two of them, and so they will plug. They EB is shameless, and he doesn't care that it's embarrassing that a guy who makes a lot of money is <laughs> beg, okay is begging for money for you to send him his money on air. I know he's no different than Desmond. Desmond, the homeless guy who I no longer talk to. <laughs> have I provided an update on that on the show? Yeah, I think you did that. Yeah, it, it's tense out there. I mean, the streets are look, tense. Look, that's that's why that's why I've been emboldened. Okay, all right. That's my psychology behind it. If they if they can give their Venmos out, and yes, I am jealous. You think I wouldn't like a, a free hundred dollars from? It's not free from, P, from it's PVI. Not, it's Mike. Brennan or whatever his name Matt was. Matt Brennan. First Matt of all, Brennan. I know a Matt Brennan. It better not be the same Matt Brennan. <laughs> I know the Brennan boys from Manassas, and if when it's Matt and Pat Brennan, and if one of them gave, <laughs> I will be so right. so rich. All right. So why don't you why don't you go get yours and get a free <laughs> hey, and get a free you know, meal at Hooters or something? Speaking of illegal plugs, there is a tip jar on the Bit Season <laughs> Twitter account that we've never told you about. Oh, you just put it there just in case you <laughs> no, stumbled no, it's upon been, it's it. Been, it's been there for like six months. Oh, and every once in a while we get we get a few uh, so so you know few dimes dropped. So that's in. why that's why I don't get that's why. Look, I understand that it's at the end of the day it's mm-hmm. a headache. But What's a headache? Just the police policing the plugs. Oh, policing the plugs. Yeah. Well, I actually think they've been pretty respectful. They, have been. they do a they pretty have good been. job. But but sometimes I feel emboldened and I feel like I deserve it. All right. Now, All right. look, some of it, I, I I enjoy some of the stories, and that's why we have the loophole if it adds to the show. Valdez yeah. did not add to the show. <laughs> no, did not okay. at all. <laughs> Jason flat out asked me if I ate anywhere before. Yes. <laughs> uh, that was. Did you guys tag team? Like, Did you, did he, did you say set me up with that? No, I did not. Uh, okay. I did not. All right. Cause I, if I, I, if I, you did, I, I would tell you. Okay. But I, I appreciate that. 
Um, no, because like I enjoy his Fausto stories, right? <laughs> yeah, and he gets his Becquerel, his Becquerel, <laughs> like things it's like one so, free dish. So everything like that. Every once in a while, it makes me laugh. But we just don't want day and, in and day and, out the and, guys and, talking about yeah. their meals at uh, the sushi restaurant in Ashburn. Yeah, but but your your whole your CrossFit theory. Mm-hmm. All right. By saying the mill added to the mill in Vienna, Virginia, it just added to the your the story, the story, and what you, you <laughs> did it. I, I don't <laughs> think it did. Yeah, there's a lot of CrossFit gyms. They're well, all the same. Ta- well, no, no, you're talking about me reposting uh, their okay, Instagram okay. thing. So, all right, uh, I, I'll give you a slight pass on yes, that. But you that, are on thin ice. That w- <laughs> that one <laughs> is less egregious than my than the other one that I. Did. We need a plug jar. All right. If you plug something on the show, you got to put five dollars in. I I am actually I'm all for that, and that includes Venmos. I agree. If you include your Venmo mm-hmm. or any other plugola, oh, so if you want to plug your Venmo, it costs five dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you got to hope that you make it up in the long run. That's a that's a risky it's a risky <laughs> yeah. chance you're taking. That's there. A, that's almost like an investment. All right, um, we'll think about that. Uh, hey, look, I got to give the guys props. I thought they uh, did a good job on Tuesday or whatever day that was. We've Brian had a, we've had a Brian lot Davis. of a lot of like uh, breaking news stuff happening. Yeah, every, everybody's talking about the junks this week. This week, it feels good. It feels uh, some vindication too because well, behind the scenes. Nobody was talking about the Brian Davis story, right? And everyone's if you're into this, like people have an opinion, like it's not news. We shouldn't have reported on it. Um, you know, it's like if your grandmother bit on the on the junkies or Rom bit on the junkies, right? It's, it uh-huh. shouldn't be newsworthy because this they don't, nobody believes this guy is cre- cre- credible. But the story in itself is interesting. Is a fraudster bidding on the on the commanders? Yeah, and. The more I think about it, the more I think about the the thirty for thirty on the guy that tried to buy the the Islanders. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made a whole thirty for thirty about it. The guy basically got to the finish line to buy a to buy an NHL hockey team, and he he seems like he has the same amount of credibility as Brian Davis. And here and here's here's what I like about it. If I can steal EB's back padding machine. I respect everyone's decision about Brian Davis and how they felt about it here. But we broke that story, or Lurch broke that story, on the Junkies on March 22nd or some, somewhere right around there. Mm-hmm. And it was basically shunned, right? <laughs> People weren't uh, – we could tell that other other shows or, or other employees – and I'll be honest. Like I had a back and forth with CK about it. He wasn't thrilled the way we presented it. Um but he I, just, stu- I stood my he, ground because I because kind of what I believed that the show we were right in the way that we presented it. Like we never said he was going to be the the owner. We said he submitted a bid, and my a public figure, someone who had owned who would approved to buy a team previously. Yes, and professional other team. Bids and- so I thought I thought it was newsworthy, and Jason has a, has a, obviously a connection with him, and. Nobody talked about it. And then Darren Haynes last <laughs> Friday from WSA 9 dropped a bombshell all well, the – Yeah, it kind of like it was – it, 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 it said it and then everyone – it was just ignored. Then I feel like front office sports did a well, – no, 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 Florio, Florio like put the defibrillator on it mm-hmm. and gave it a little more life. Then A.J. Perez all of a sudden started reporting it because mm-hmm. I think because I think they found out like he, they he dude this dude actually submitted stuff and then and then all of a sudden it became the story that the guys had uh two weeks three weeks before yeah so 
it was like, you know, and there's this dilemma in the, in the journalism industry of like, some people aren't even talking about it at all. And they're, and they're angry about it almost like you shouldn't have done that. But the story is interesting. It's, it, it's fodder. Right. Yes. And so, and look, we, we're, we're just a talk show. So we, we, we can talk about, in my opinion, interesting things that are happening. Like we're different yeah. than reporters. We no, have, a and I don't think, I don't think having him on or talking about it in the first place hurts the show's credibility at all. Well, a lot of people thought that. And in fact, that's what I was so happy about when Darren Haynes on Friday. And I know, look, we don't talk sports on the show, but this is behind the scenes of the junkies. Um, when Darren Haynes broke that story on Friday with more details of what we reported, I had just seen a Junkies P1 tweeting us, lambasting us, telling us we should be embarrassed to retract our story. No one else is reporting it. All we did was say the dude put a bit in. Right. No, no. But basically calling us fake news. Yeah. Right. Saying it it wasn't real. And then like an hour later, Darren Haynes reports (laughs) that story and I was sized. (laughs) Vindication. We were vindicated. And now – it's honestly one of the biggest stories uh, in sports here this past week as far as like discussion goes. And Brian Davis is trending every single day. There's a new wrinkle about it. Um, and, and I thought the guys did a good job in the interview. I thought they did. I well, they did a, I'll, I'll say Eric did a great job. I think, yes. I, Eric was doing – I think Eric like understood the moment. Mm-hmm. And as everything was ha- unfolding and going on, yeah, he understood He understood just how crazy – what. How, the crazy talk that was going on and he and he felt everyone's he just re- shouted everyone's confusion from the mountaintop right and so that, I, that I, that could was, tell, that was a great role I could that he tell played. there was i don't know if tension is the right word between eb and and jp perhaps because jp has his own style of interviewing jp likes to do almost like um icebreaker type stuff but I didn't feel I didn't think this was an icebreaker type interview where we're just get, getting to know a new coach who's coming in, you know, coming on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. JP's asking him about uh, playing basketball, Tommy Horse Jason. Camp, and the movie theater. I thought it, no, I thought that was a I thought that was a good little icebreaker to start. But then we but come once, back. Yeah, but we, once we got into the 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 whole nuts and bolts, we're coming. Of we come back from the break, and then he's asking him about yeah, what I assume is a fake story about Jason's. Uh, Oh yeah, basketball cross, career. Yeah, crossing them I up. think it was a fake story. Yeah. They, um, <laughs> I don't. Know, it was just like they all they they did a good job. It was a very compelling forty minutes of uh, in t- intense, if that's the right word, interviewing. And look, I, a lot I, of people were listening. I probably listened to the thing three times in terms mm-hmm. of live, and then sending clips, and then like podcasting it. I still don't understand what he's talking about. I don't think most people understood what he's talking about, unless you have you know what the so phrase, at least an MBA, yeah. and you can you you have some sort of uh, the phrase realm. the phrase du jour after that interview what came from cakes. Do you know what it is? No, word salad. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what that is? He, CK was using that phrase earlier today. Word yeah, salad. Yeah, cakes started saying it right after mm. the interview, and then all of a sudden everyone was a vegetarian because they couldn't stop saying <laughs> word salad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Uh, I know we don't do sports, but I will say, Brett Brett was kind of defending Brian Davis, and then I also had a lot of a lot of local business uh, people. Can I tell you something? Kind of, kind of talking to me, going, "It's just a world you don't understand." I know, I know. You know how many times yeah. I was told it's a world I, you don't I understand. I, I love Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I think he's um uh. 
a radio genius. Okay, right. <laughs> I think he's an, a, even a nicer guy. I think he's obviously what he's done with Subdog speaks speaks for itself. Uh huh. He might be stupid though. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he, he, his, he, he might like his, his street radar, smart. His, radar's off his street right smart. Brett Brett Radio is going on Twitter yesterday <laughs> saying, "Give this guy a chance. I think he's legit. Here's his connection." And I think Brett's doing a look at me. This is a North Carolina thing. Oh, okay, okay. No, 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 I know no, North he, Carolina. I know yeah, North Carolina Brian, people. Brian Davis mentioned one one rich person from Durham. I know. All of a sudden, right, he's, he's eating out of the trough. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's how he bought Brett. Okay. <laughs> I a hundred percent. You mentioned one one developer within five minutes of that interview. <laughs> Craig Hoffman's reporting that Brian Davis has never met these people from PG County <laughs> that he's naming, and he, yeah, apparently Brian Davis lives in a, a rental home, a rental uh, condo well, I will say, in Fort Washington I, for a thousand bucks a I month. Will, I will say, Brett. And the Oliverio family, mm-hmm. they always see the good in people. They do. They're too trusting. <laughs> yeah. They're too trusting. And <laughs> Tell Brett. It's like Brett saying, hey, you need some money. Go play three-card money. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I, I, I had to take – I had to knock down Brett a little bit yesterday because he's an icon in radio producing. He's in the Hall of Famer. He's a first ballot, right? Yeah. You would think someone who went to the Harvard of business schools. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. No, no, no. We call it the Harvard of the South. Yeah. Yeah. JMU 16th ranked yeah. big business school in the country. And a guy that's just running an incredible business. <laughs> yeah. Right? He's got a, a mogul. G- he's a mogul. Chains. He's a chain now. <laughs> yeah. Could give, be duped so easily. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brian Davis, you need some money. Uh, hit up Brian. <laughs> He'll give it to you. He believes in you. And then JP saying, now, look, JP saying, I'm rooting for him, was so tilting to me. And that JP voice of like, um, you think I was like a condescending, I'm rooting for no, him? No, it was like a, a tro- like a troll thing. I, I don't even know how else to put it because there's no way that JP, in his heart, believes that guy Th- thinks it's a su- thinks he's successful or will be successful. And I and I think they they did you a disservice yesterday because you at the end of it popped up and you had a great uh, Van Matter poll of the day. Oh yes, Van who, Meter, but Van Matter. Yes, who would be who would you rather have as an owner, Dan Snyder <laughs> or Brian Davis? And they mocked you. Okay, they said, of course, Brian Davis. And I'm sitting here thinking. Well, Brian Davis is a fraud. <laughs> the guy is a fraudster. He's stealing money from people. He, he's making things up. At least Dan Snyder, a terrible person, probably, at least has like an ounce of business acumen. Right. Right? Yeah. At I least would, he has some. Yeah. He, he, he might be a business failure. The but grass it, isn't always greener. No. I honestly would have rather. I'm not. They're just, a, they're just they're jaded by the anyone but Dan mantra. I know, but it's uh, the, the devil you know versus the devil you don't, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we know Dan Snyder. You know what to expect with him. Brian Davis, <laughs> it sounds like a, he's a, he could be loony. He sounds like a loony person. He's literally lies through his teeth every sentence. Well, I see, there's the thing is, I couldn't tell if he's lying because I couldn't understand anything he was saying. <laughs> all right, well, this, <laughs> the stuff he was, there wasn't all business talk, <laughs> but he, he, he was saying hey, one thing what? one minute and then contradicting it the next. Hey, I think Bit Season's intellectual property is worth more than Brian Davis's. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, basically what he said was, 
he has a solar panel idea, right? And say that if if you if one if one if panel I sold sells, you yeah. yeah like a one one solar panel yes and it's x amount for x amount for say five hundred dollars right yes. and then I say well theoretically, theoretically I could have six million solar, solar panels, panels all yes. over that's what he did yes I know he says I can fit x amount of solar panels that I sold for five hundred dollars in x amount of land so therefore it would be worth that amount it's it's a it's a scheme it's a, I don't know what it I, I don't know what it is. And I still don't know what it is. And this is what I told Eric after the interview. What? Is after we find – well, number one, I needed to decompress after that interview because I couldn't uh, – my mind was just going in circles. My mind hurt from trying to <laughs> no, put together. No, stop it. You stop it. You sound like Bickle. No, I felt I felt that was a, that was I mocked a, I mocked Eric and I said I said you're, I know, using, I, you're using parts of your brain that've been dormant for for years. Uh, I zinged him. I think yeah. he, I said he had to turn his brain on for thirty minutes. He's completely no, wiped out. It's that I felt it too because I, I I've been sitting there in my brain racking <laughs> what he said and I couldn't put it together. And I think I think including me and yourself mm-hmm. with the guys here, I yeah. think we got six capable men who uh, who aren't stupid. And we couldn't figure out anything he was saying. Well, maybe that's the genius of Brian Davis, where he can talk around it, but he kind of confuses you a little bit, makes it sound good, but there's, it, it's all fluff. But I will say this. You, I, ag- you agree with him because you don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, I appreciate EB's honesty during the interview where he's like, I don't know what this guy's saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, this is over my head. <laughs> Who knows? I know. I don't get yeah. yeah. I know. That's what I, that's what I really liked about it because mm. if it's, if if the guys treated it like a, a, a twenty twenty introspective investigative journalism piece, I don't right. think it would have been the same if Eric wasn't there bemoaning everything he was saying. I'm glad Eric was there because Jason didn't talk a lot and Cakes didn't talk a lot. Because I, I think Cakes I, asked a good question about the LED just, certified. I don't yeah. even. I don't honestly. I don't remember one Jason Bishop question. Do you? Yes, he asked about he asked about the document that needed to be sent in. I feel like he also oh, asked about, about the, the two the two yeah, billion. Yeah, how they he asked it. about okay. uh, having the thirty percent. Uh, they asked fine questions, but I just I feel like here's the thing: you couldn't ask a follow up question to it because you didn't understand what he was saying. So you couldn't mm-hmm. question him, and then all of a sudden you're just saying the same stuff over and over again. And I don't know. It was. You were exhausted. I was. Ex- I, my brain was exhausted. I haven't done that much critical thinking in a long time. <laughs> I think less of you. <laughs> really? I think I, I felt completely normal after that interview. I, I, in fact, I felt a little bit of a rush. <laughs> you were doing victory laps afterwards. Well, I didn't do anything. I didn't even book the interview. Jason, you know, you're doing victory laps because the show was vindicated. Hey, will you, can, can you? I want you to appreciate my radio instincts. Where right. Lurch called me and said, "Hey." Can we get on a, a three-way conversation with me, you, and Brian Davis, and we kind of vet him a little bit, see if he's crazy, okay. and also you can uh, throw out what questions we want to ask him on the air. All right. And I said, no. I said, that's not what we do. I said, if Brian wants to come on the show, he can answer the questions honestly honestly, and in, in live and in real time. But we're not going to prep and we're not going to pre-interview somebody. We're not going to pre-interview anybody so he knows how to how to answer all. Come up with a you know another yeah, a game, lie or a game plan, a game plan, <laughs> and we're not going to do that. Yes, I I give you props. Thank you. Okay, that's all you had to say. All right. Um, are, you, are you still holding it against me that I that I had two plugolas? 
Well, it's, 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 it's a black eye. Okay. All right. But believe me, by Monday or Tuesday, somebody will surpass you. Right. But I just want you to know when there's a fight with JP and he's I know, keeping I told track. You, I will, I will take the brunt of it. Okay. All right. But this week isn't, this week's not about the junkies. No. It was really about bit season. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, I, I like when bit season gets, gets brought up on the big show. Except we, our downloads didn't go up any anymore. Yeah, what is thought. with you guys? <laughs> yeah. what, what, not you guys, because you, if you're hearing this, yeah. you're already listening. To it. But we thought we would double our downloads this week, and they're honestly exactly the same as they always are. <laughs> We're steady. We're steady. All right, it's let, still good, but it's steady. Let's take a quick break. All, All right. right. Yeah, and, yeah, and we'll and we'll talk about. We're gonna clean the table. Yeah, yes, we'll clean the table. We'll talk about. Uh, Eric's interaction with uh, Bit Season and what he thought about it. Vinny and Joe and their rebuttal and and their future with Eric. And what about the tension between JP and EB when EB t- told uh, JP that they were coming on the show? Ooh, uh, speaking of tension too, we have to talk about Awad's call today. All right, well, well, we got a lot to get into. Lots- oh, and I have a bombshell about the junkies and Awad that you don't know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just sat up. (laughs) Here we go. All right. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, welcome back to Bit Season, episode 81. Quick break there. Now, I'm going to have a tough time concentrating here while we talk about Vinny and Joe after Valdez teased me with an AWOD <laughs> bombshell that I know literally know nothing about. <laughs> and if Valdez says it's a bombshell, I trust I t- trust his radio instincts. Thank so. you. We'll have, just have to wait a few minutes. Don't skip ahead. Let's let's talk about Benny and Joe. All right, and and the segment that was, uh, I guess, back to back days. Yeah, because uh, uh, Eb we, Eb so, was flustered early in the yeah, week. So I think so. Vinny and Joe called because I guess they didn't like us taking shots at them, right? Right, but it all started because E.B. said he had to go take a duty, right? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, <laughs> and then and he then spent the mom, entire yeah. commercial break <laughs> yelling at us. Yelling at us, but he was laughing like we yeah. were having fun about how upset he was yeah. right, yes. about how we portrayed him on last week's bit season. Well, not just him, but also Vinny and Joe. And, and Vinny and Joe. So they're all, they're grouped together. They're the three amigos. They're the three stooges. They're the three musketeers now. Vinny, Joe, E.B. Um, also, hey, speaking of Radio Instinct props, yes, can I get some for poking the bear? Yeah, you, yes, you did great. You Thank knew you. you knew it was coming down the pipe. I did. All right. Um, so the Eric quote that really got me mm-hmm. when he was when he was uh, screaming at us, even though it wasn't really screaming because he was he was laughing as he was screaming, right. was the we don't understand his life. <laughs> All right. What was it? You don't know my story. Oh, yeah. you, don't know, <laughs> yeah. you don't know my story. Which is so funny. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, the you don't know my story really made me laugh. 
<laughs> okay. So his story, to make it short, and maybe you heard yeah, it, we is that his, a, re- a recap of his story. The, he is so passionate about his kids' sports because his mom didn't, didn't denied him denied him a chance to play sports when he was yeah, young. Denied right? him athletics. It denied him athletics. Wouldn't take him anywhere. Do any of that stuff, uh-huh. right? So he never. That's why he was a band geek, as Valdez yeah. called him in high school. <laughs> I did because call him he a was, band geek. He wasn't allowed to play sports, even though he was a silly athlete. Yes, and keep in mind the coaches would drive him everywhere. Now look, I agree. if I was EB, there would be a lot of resentment for my mother, <laughs> and and I'd har- I'd have a tough time processing that as an adult that I missed out on a lot yes, when I because, was young. Because there's nothing better than. Than uh, being on a, on a team at 14, 15. Yeah, nothing better than being on a team. There's nothing like being on the team bus to uh, Old Mill High School yeah. or get ready for a hoops game. All right. That being said, and that might be true. And I, dude, Eric's a great dad, and 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 we make fun of him sometimes about you know going always going up to Poughkeepsie, but it's it's admirable for sure. Like it's a, he's a great supportive parent, yeah, think, and any kid would yeah, love to I have think, that. I think what Eric's doing is rationalizing why he's why he's traveling so much not just to Poughkeepsie but all over for volleyball and and why he's so into his kids sport okay and i and i get that if if your mother denied you a team activity 100% you you want to be the opposite but let me it ask affected you this. your life so much i see why you do it there's a saying, uh, old saying, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China? Okay. <laughs> what does that have to do, his story, have to do with his man crush on Vinny and Joe and how they bully him and how he's the little brother? That's the, that's the part two that I don't that, get as well. That's, that's the whole story. Yes. We're not mocking EB yeah, for, not, for going to his son's games. We love that about him. Yeah. Oh, we're so, mocking uh, some, him because sometimes, he's sometimes it's it's can be a distraction, but but you know you want to go be a, a good dad, that's fine, right? But the 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 crux of the bit season story was that EB is the Mike Francesa of DC radio. He's yes. the big silly, yes. and he should have those guys eating out of the palm of yes. his hand. It should be reversed, and I don't understand, and we could never understand why EB and you heard it yourself. You heard the fake laughing when they called in. <laughs> look, and, okay, I, look, there was a lot of there was a lot of putting over. I know. Right. Now look, I, uh, I respect it in a way because EB's a radio professional, and he, yes. he's selling his guys, and he's and he's trying to encourage yes. them so they do well. Yes, and and yeah, you want to make it comfortable for them. But and to, be, and to be honest with to be honest with you, I thought the calls I thought the call was good. Hey, can you give me a fake EB laugh? <laughs> <laughs> it's so fake and unauthentic un- 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 that it it's jarring. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same laugh. And um, the, I actually thought Vinny and Joe did. A, a great job when they called in, and I for, and for I was I will say this: it exceeded my expectations. Blue shorts was uh, creaming in his pants <laughs> listening to that segment. He kept texting me saying how funny it was and that everybody was playing off each other, and we needed you know, those guys for yeah, that. You and know what? Do you know what they did so great um, during the segment? They had um, planned material. Well, it's not just that. Um, I, and I do appreciate that because mm-hmm. a lot of people think that you can just call in, turn on the mic, and then and then just it'll ooze out of you. Yeah. Funny, it'll just ooze out of you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. That's cool. That, you, <laughs> you take notes, Peter from Burke. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> but um, yeah, not only that, but 
the, they did the less is more. They let us. They let, let us they, shine. They let us do the heavy lifting, mm-hmm. and then they came in and added the accents to the room. You know what I mean? Do you, were they playing up their accents? I think no, no not not the I, not, no. I think they yeah. were. I think Joe when you and they go and hey, let's go to Joe and he goes, "Hey, what's going on, guys?" You know, like <laughs> his, like that was a terrible accent, but like in his over the top thick New York accent. I, I we've met them. I don't remember it being that over the top, but. It added. To, it may, added have gotten, to. may have gotten worse with time. Okay. <laughs> no, they may have. Heard, they may have heard my Italian music playing, and it's, it's stirred mm. up inside <laughs> of them. It was great. That was yeah. great. But, was great. Uh, but uh, them, them, just kind of not talking over mm-hmm. the host and themselves. Yeah. Um, having material, actually having something to say. All right. Yeah. The the instincts to segue into different stuff. Yeah. They were like, hey, let, you know what? You let know me what? ask you about this. Yeah. I also I like the think, fact I that. I actually the, think they had a pre interview with Eric the night before. I think they did too. But they were also taking shots at Eric. Yes. That okay. Was, so it was supposed to be the three of them against the two of us, but they were also, as you can guess, they always do, piling on EB. Yeah, because, made, because they are the, they're the alphas of the right. relationship. So how can they not. Bully their little brother. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Do you think if those two guys, those macho men, those mobsters or whatever they are, yeah. were in studio, when we were looking them eye to eye, we would have been as bold as we were oh, and call them trashy? <laughs> of course. <laughs> you think so? Yes. You, you, or do you, think you know why? No, you know why? Hmm. Because they respect ball busting. Thank you. <laughs> EB kept. EB, yeah, EB was EB's so worried. Sc- EB scared the ball bust. EB was, but he does. But he doesn't understand that these guys they would ingratiate him more. They would like Eric more if they busted balls back. I know EB says he busts balls, but he. I don't think he does. I know. I think he licks them. Okay. <laughs> so let me take you into the behind the glass. Okay. Right. Before that segment started, EB came in there and he goes, "Now look, guys, they're gonna they're gonna." Um, they're going to bust your balls. I don't want you guys to get upset by it. And I was offended that <laughs> yeah. he said that. Yeah, like and I'm we like, gonna, Eric, do you know who you're talking to? Like we're we gonna love this. In, we're going to run and cry. Like, I crave this. Yes. I love radio fights. I love drama. Yes. Uh, Doesn't you know we have the upper hand, too? Because anytime there's a radio fight, <laughs> yes. this, is, this, is, this is radio school 101. Mm-hmm. All right? You're in uh, the Valdez radio camp. Yeah. Whenever there's a radio fight, being on mic... It, it gives you prime position and over a guy on the phone. That is true, but <laughs> they zinged us with that W two comment, and we didn't, we didn't know what to say. Well, it's such a it's such an old school. <laughs> I actually I haven't heard it. In, I, I haven't heard it in years. I actually enjoyed it. I think you were wrecked that they oh, said well, that. I mean, come on. How many how many times I've heard that? I know, but because uh, EB's beat you down with it, that was probably an EB plant zing. Of course, when they had when they had their prep call, EB told them. EB told them whatever. You, Whenever you uh, get stumped, tell them you make more money. I know, but no, it was the it was the quick retort because I three seconds before that said, "Hey, you want to compare download numbers?" When they were talking about doing a podcast and how they were better than us or something. Yeah, well, compare no compare was a buzzword trigger word that they went over <laughs> last night. All right, hey, that's, I, that's what I that's I, what I I want to read a message from but, my but my brother David. But, all right, okay, after you read that message too, we got to talk about the future of Tales from the Tailgate. Okay. Uh, he says, hey, hey, Drab, I had a light bulb moment a couple days ago after the Vinny and Joe call in. 
I'm I'm not sure he's mentioned it recently, but a few months ago, EB mentioned that his new car was going to be a big pickup truck. That stuck out to me because I thought he was a sports car guy. During the during the call, Vinny and Joe mentioned that they both drive big pickup trucks. <laughs> EB wants a truck to be like Vinny and Joe. <laughs> I don't know if I ever put that together right, before. Give, give me give me ten to one odds that he buys it from the Dodge guy that they know <laughs> yeah. in Long Island that I've heard ten thousand times. <laughs> you you know what? You, I think you're on to something. All right, if he buys a pickup if he truck, a, if he buys a Ram from yes. the Dodge dealership in Long Island. You, I just hope that, and I know you guys heard it because we we got so many DMs and we didn't respond to them all, but we got so many DMs this week of people saying that EB was not himself during that interview, and that is the EB that's up there with them. Yes, that is uh, trying to appease them, right? That is right. trying to make them res- trying to get respect from these guys. Yes, and 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 what Eric doesn't get is that he would get more respect that if he mm-hmm. didn't bow down to him instead of standing up to him. Right, and that's that's all we're trying to say. And Eric has that ability, and that's that's how he uh, made a living. Is is ball busted? All right. What did you make of the tension before the interview, like around six twenty a.m. or whenever it was, when EB said Vinny and Joe were coming on, and then JP <laughs> and got, goes, no, and got no sold. Well, that's something interesting about JP, and we haven't quite figured it out yet. If JP is not into something, he will. He just he just won't promote it. Like <laughs> he will no sell you. And he kind of like he does with AWOD where he says, there you go, Adam. There's your plug. Okay? <laughs> like he's just disres- disrespectful in a way. Like if he's not – or um, that's basically it. I didn't, and do you think, do you I, think I, it was I, no sold or do you think he like legitimately forgot about uh, the segment yesterday and, and putting everything That's possible together? but or, – Or do you think maybe his, his – Feelings were hurt that this was all planned out without like his input or notice or anything like that. Mm, I don't think it was that. I, I, I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. I, I, JP said, when EB said, Vinny and Joe are coming on. And he goes, well, why? Yeah. To talk about uh, bit season. And uh-huh. he goes, well, why aren't they going on bit season then? <laughs> First of all, that's a shot at our radio instincts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't question me. <laughs> we know what we're doing we, here. We knew that that would be good radio. E, that was actually EB's idea, so we've yeah. got to give EB's prop. But um, we we kind of helped facilitate it a little bit and made sure that it was we planned it out. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know why JP sometimes does that, um, but it was definitely awkward. That was a real. That was a real. It went away ten seconds later. Yeah, but for like ten for like ten seconds there, it was awkward. I, I, the best part. Uh, the best part about it is I think when Jason goes. Well, we got four hours to kill. We, we like what? Else, what else you want to do? Oh yeah, that that <laughs> did relieve a, a, a lot of the tension. Um, so I will say the props to Vinny and Joe <laughs> and then Eric. Um, you want to take the segment off? Take the segment off. <laughs> yeah. Well, he pretty much did. He's just got us out there. He wasn't really that involved in it. Well, he, he perked up when his, uh, the book was mentioned. That was the only time <laughs> JP he, uh, oh, talked. Said, talked that entire segment is when those guys, and props to them. Uh, maybe maybe JP feels threatened. He has a friend. He has a friendship with Eric, and now no. Eric has this this JP, new this JP, new Italian machismo. Uh, it might be the machismo thing, but he, JP's got plenty of friends. Maybe maybe JP's offended. JP JP considers himself. Uh, full-blooded italian and he doesn't mm. like all this 
Oh, stereotyping? No, stereotyping, or maybe he thinks they're fake Italians. Well, there's only one fake Italian. (laughs) Eric. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you've kind of, uh, you've piqued my interest with this AWOD stuff. Uh, I'm sorry. It was on your brain. It's on my brain. Well, before we get to the bombshell, it was nice hearing from AWOD um, this morning. Um, And I do think he has a, I think he has a valid point. Wouldn't you agree? AWOD's point to recap, if you miss it today, is, and this is a straight shoot, as they say in wrestling, this is how he feels, he is upset that the junkies don't promote him. And they don't. I I would agree. And you look look to this week, Vinny and Joe make their call in, they get put over by Eric, Mm -hmm. Um, Eric does whatever he can to make them seem entertaining and, and, and make sure they deliver on it. And you know, there's not the same. There's not the same kind of relationship with with Adam, who's been, uh, but who's been uh, a big part of the show. So, uh, I remember Chad Duke saying this many, many years ago when I first moved here in like 2007. He said that the the junkies, um, to kind of summarize it, will always view him as their intern. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he kind of felt that, like, they didn't, even though he liked them a lot, but they didn't see him as an equal, right? They saw him as his intern that got his lucky break type thing, and uh-huh. he, he was doing a show. Now, that is long since faded, and I know they, they think very highly of chat, but this was 20, 20 16 years no, ago. I've, okay. No, I, this, is, this is the exact same thing that I told Stallion. Mm-hmm. All right. I, when I said, when he's doing his doofus shtick, Right, I say, Stallion, what you're doing now echoes through eternity, <laughs> right, like Gladiator. Okay, but we've done doofus stuff. I know, but but we've been with them so long. I feel like, but look, A-Wad, look, I'm look. always, I will always be the guy who uh, was in a crabbed uh, dunk tank. There. <laughs> All right. Do you know how long ago that was? I know, but if that bit, was that was 13 years ago. If bit season, okay, was middays in Richmond. Right, uh-huh. we're on twelve to three instead of Adam. Uh-huh. They would promote us, and they would be ha- proud of us, and they would be happy for us. I don't think they're re- they don't think about Awad. He's out of sight, out of no, mind. If we were down there, we would be out of sight, out of mind. No, too. because no, because think of, they would think promote of, us. Think of Ewad. No, Ewad right? e- e- never never accomplished anything. Like he's dis- he's disappeared. Who knows what he's doing? All right, he's not in the business anymore he's doing his own thing like and i love a- ewad but awad is hosting a three-hour show daily by himself i know without the, callers yeah in the same business that the junks okay. are in that is hard to do i and and awad needs he needs listeners he needs support he needs uh backing ba- backing from his guys right uh-huh. so i feel that awad has a point that that, that they don't res- like, they, they don't, don't respect, care. They don't respect his the journey that he's made. Right. They and don't. I, they don't respect his. In in our eyes and in Adam's eyes, mm-hmm. he's evolved. Right. In the junkies' eyes, he's still the the right. fat dork loser. Can't who, get a girl. Who, put his um, helmet on. Run into yeah, the door. Who uh, shows the, his shows his belly off in studio? Exactly. That's, okay. That's Adam to the junkies instead of Adam the midday host. Who uh, has a relationship with VCU's head coach? Now, let me ask you something. Why does JP put over blue shorts but not AWOD? 
I don't know. But- I see this on social media, and I'm and I don't know the answer to it. But other than that, he just doesn't like a one. But but it, it, I don't know. Maybe JP, he feels- I've seen. I'll, I'll tweet him the always support. I've always supported you guys. Always rooting for you guys. Talking about blue shorts and Othello and their Patreon, retweeting it. Mm-hmm. He never does that stuff. Or subscribing Adam. to it, subscribing to it, paying for it. I think I think it's a it's a it's a pity. It's a pity thing. He feels sorry that blue shorts was let go. So I think so. But blue shorts never even worked on our show. He had involvement, he but had, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he had the involvement that Adam had. Adam was a daily yeah, character on our show for five years. I know, like that's a huge that's Hall of Fame status. Like you're making a junkies Hall of Fame, he'll be inducted someday. Hey, is Adam is Adam on the Mount Rushmore of tertiary characters no. of the junkies? Well, I don't know. <laughs> are we considered that? Or are we? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, no. I guess you would include Purdue. I don't know. Rom is is, is George Washington. <laughs> Rom Washington. He is. Um, I maybe maybe we are too defensive of Adam because he's he's the we mold we've molded his radio career. Okay, and maybe we're he getting was, our pan, we're getting our panties in a wad because. Because we want him to be successful. Oh, I don't really taught, care. But he's, we taught him a lot of the tricks. But the he's you know bl- blowing me up, calling me, sending me text messages. I think the Brian Davis thing really tilted him. The, when they said the he's the dumb, thing? The, he, the, when they said or whoever they said is the dumbest guy you know, and then he be said a wad. And then you know they're not well, that, promoting his show, and they're promoting other things. Well, that that needs to be that also that needs to be a lesson to people who are getting into radio. Is that who's getting into radio? <laughs> I don't know. Nobody. <laughs> um, that that it's hard to shake off uh, a stereotype. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll always be the X person. No, you. It's a rite of passage. Over time, you can grow out of it. You're you he, are not punching. You, there's you always was, a punching bag. You are not the crab uh, dunk. The shows. I'm not. The shows I'm not punching bag. I'm no longer the mankini make out with Sven guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm uh, okay. I, we've evolved. Uh-huh. Now look, we've all. You have to do those dumb bits because you have to find your niche and you have to find your. Well, also, well, no, no. Here's here's Adam's problem. Is that there hasn't been an Adam replacement? Clary's done mm-hmm. stuff here and there, yeah. but there's never been an Adam replacement. I wasn't, I wasn't mm-hmm. the loser producer until Adam came. <laughs> I, I, I finally graduated. Yeah, okay, we yeah. finally had a new loser to pick. So on. we need to find a new loser. Yeah. So it's our job to find a new loser mm-hmm. that all of a sudden is even more loserish than Adam. Or has his own all, quirks, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, Adam elevates to midday, uh, midday host. <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. It's he until someone else. There's replaces nobody. Him. Yeah, there's nobody. To, there's nobody to pass the crown to. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've you know I've passed the crown to Adam. I was the the accent stuttering mm-hmm. radio loser. Right. All right, that's a fair point. Adam Adam finally had wore the crown, mm-hmm. but Adam has no successor. So he's the he's the last like in line. It. I right. like it. Speaking of Adam, right, what's your bombshell here? Is this really a bombshell, or are you overhyped? I think this is pretty big. Okay, we talked about we talked about um, no like no selling Adam. All right, mm-hmm. JP uh, JP's weird putting over the Patreon of blue shorts mm-hmm. and Othello. I want you to take a look at this exhibit A that I have in my hand. Okay. That was left in the studio. 
This is evidence after, after the show. After the show, I want to put this into the evidence locker room. <laughs> okay. This is our rundown. All right. Uh huh. And I believe this is JP's handwriting mm-hmm. because there's no way that Eric would uh, would uh, write this question down. JP does scribble on on his worksheets. All right. There's a doodle. Okay. Can I see it before you read All it? Right. All right. There's a doodle that I want you to see, and I want you to tell me who that looks like. And then take note of the time around said doodle. What time did Adam call in? Eight eight forty five. What what is that close to? So okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Explain it to the audience. All right. the 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 show outline was left uh, mm-hmm. in the studio yep. as I'm getting ready for mid season, and I think this is this is JP's handwriting. This, JP's yes. the person who writes all over the outlines, and I believe there is a doodle of Adam Epstein that he did <laughs> <laughs> on the outline. Where it is a doofus-looking character <laughs> with glasses and curly hair <laughs> and ugly teeth. At the same time. At the same they, time that Adam, Adam did his calling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That is, um, I'm telling you, he doesn't <laughs> that, like Adam. That, that, he thinks Adam this, is, is, a, is, a, is an is imbecile. A, yes. This is egregious. <laughs> that That shows... His lack of respect. The lack of respect for Adam. This reminds me of Seinfeld Mm -hmm. when George Costanza, his girlfriend, made a doodle of him. (laughs) That was not very flattering. Always back to Seinfeld. I think this is a very unflattering Uh doodle of Adam. It's definitely definitely a doodle of Adam. That's definitely Adam, right? Yes, definitely a doodle of Adam. Am I overhyping this? This is... Maybe a little bit, but... It's, it's definitely a shot at Adam. It's definitely a shot at Adam. Right. Or JP's just a horrible artist, which is also possible. Adam, no. The, deep down, Adam is a cartoon <laughs> to JP. All right. Boom. Speaking of how Adam looks, <laughs> why are you uh, putting him over, telling him how sexy he is on well, Twitter? Well, he looks amazing. It was a it was a flattering photo. <laughs> and why did somebody, some <laughs> ass? Listener, ruin my day by go go to go to Awad's Twitter. He's wearing a junkie shirt. He's tweeting the junkies, yes. searching for ads. And then Adam um, Valdez goes, you've been "Wow, on, you've been on, yeah, why are you so you're so tilt? Listen to the tilt in your voice." You go, "Wow, man, you're no, so I said, skinny." I said, "Look, I said, looking skinny." Yeah, well, same uh, thing. All right. <laughs> well, he, he was looking skinny. And then the first photo, or the first comment underneath your comment is, "Wow." Is Awad looking better than Drab these days? <laughs> Where did that come from? I don't know. First of all, I, I look the same. I always look the same. Besides losing hair follicles, which I have no control over. I don't lose weight. I don't really gain yeah. weight. I'm always within the same five yeah. pounds. And I've been the same weight for 15 years. I am what I am. Uh-huh. I don't fluctuate. All right. Well, you're more... <laughs> You're the. You're also, the- I could add fifty pounds, and I'll still be better looking than Adam <laughs> Epstein. I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't have cirrhosis. I don't have red hair. I think it's psoriasis. I think cirrhosis is what you get from drinking too much. <laughs> I don't well, you might have cirrhosis too. I don't have either one of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. On my worst day, <laughs> I'm better looking than Adam, and I love Adam.
it speaks for itself. I have a wife. I've <laughs> dated women before my wife. I've had girlfriends. I've had sex in the last five years. <laughs> There's no chance that Adam Epstein's better looking than me right now, this minute. Hey, why don't you do? Why don't you put out uh, a good picture of yourself and do a side by side? We'll do. We'll do I'm a not poll. doing a Van Meter. <laughs> we'll do a poll. Uh, who looks better? I'm not doing that. It's a great photo of Adam. Hey, do it's you doctored. Think- he doesn't look like that. <laughs> hey, do you think? Do you think uh, if JP drew us, we would look this dumb? Probably no, <laughs> no. He he would. Um, I don't know. Hey, he, he respects us more than he respects Adam. What? Um, no, no, no. This is why. This is why it's a flattering picture of Adam. He's not wearing black. Not wearing dark colors that are slimming. Does he always wear black? No, I'm saying we always wear black. Yeah, you always wear black. I'm a I'm a big black fan. Yeah, well, that wearing that gray shirt is a big, there, is a main is a big setup to show off your man boobs. I know there's there and that no takes a man, lot. It takes a lot of confidence to wear that shirt. And there were no man boobs in that photo. No, you might have a better chest than you. Yeah, we stop it. What? He might. Okay. He might. Why can't you admit that? He looks better than me. I, I think it's a doctored photo. What do you mean? What do you mean by doctored? Filter. What, what? He got a good angle or something. How many pictures do you what? think he took before he uh, <laughs> decided that one? What's the over under? First of all, he's 100% sucking in his gut. <laughs> I know his gut. He, he, he's, he's got stretched out stomach. It, it will be stretched out till the day he dies from all that abuse he did to it. Okay? <laughs> his stomach he's, looks like Play-Doh. Okay, he's sucking it all in. All right. And that makes him look better. Did you like my gif? Oh, yeah. Of some of whoever that is, Ron Swanson, sucking in his gut? Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a, he looks nice in the I photo. think you're just tilted. I think, well, it's til- I think t- you're tilted. I, no, I'm a little tilted by that comment. Because he, look, right. he looks better than you. No, no, no. He doesn't look better than me. You, you deep down think, he, think that you're being threatened. Your I'm looks not, are being threatened <laughs> by Adam. That's hard. That's hard. To, no, okay. my, again, my looks will never be threatened by Adam. I don't know. Adam's better looking than you. Uh, it's fine. I know. I'm on the. I'm on the road to progress. Uh, you don't care about that. You only care if people question how much money you make. <laughs> That's what t- tilts you. You know what? We are different because Valdez was in a whole bad mood about the W two comment, and he said that was unfair, and a low blow, <laughs> and all this stuff. And he was sulking around afterwards. No, no, no. And no, I no. said, "What are you not no, actually no, no. mad about?" No, that? I just, I just, uh, in in their business in. Uh, uh, Vinny's garbage, yeah. garbage disposal business. I'm sure they have hardworking people that. Is, that a, that, is Vinny in the garbage disposal I business? No, I just assume he is. Um, mm-hmm. That they have hardworking people that they that they employ that that don't make as much as them, but really try to uh, make a difference. I believe Vinny's a teacher. <laughs> well, Joe, <laughs> okay. Joe. But well, then Vin, Vinny's the richest teacher I've ever met in my life. Somehow, and we've heard how much money Vinny makes. Uh, Vinny is the world's richest teacher. It's unbelievable that a high school teacher makes, um, <laughs> I don't know, triple our salary. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you notice that master class right there? What master class? How I just spun the whole conversation back on you and how you were how you were defensive about the W-2 when all what was all pointed at me about me being insecure about Adam looking better than me. You didn't even notice what I did there. You did the re- you did the reversal. <laughs> what do we, that's called the deflection. We're saying we're master deflectors. Okay. 
Yeah, um, if you want to, t- if you want to tilt drab, just uh, yeah, tell, do, a side, tell, do a side by side of yeah, him and Awad. Tell me Awad. What do uh, last thing? What do you make of Stevie buying forty dollars <laughs> worth of sushi no, no. on Instacart? That's a, a bombshell. And you know, it, part of the college experience is being poor. Some would say I haven't left my college experience. <laughs> <laughs> Not for everybody, and and look, there are plenty of rich kids in college, but wasting money, oh, and also. I wouldn't spend $40 on sushi you, now. You know what it kind of bothers me about it is that Eric Bickle can't do anything for himself, right? He's he's helpless. His wife does all his bills, everything, right? Uh-huh. He, Stevie, I'm worried Stevie becomes the next EB. Where he just, li- he just no, lives and no, then... No, no, no. You missed the, the Instacart thing. Why is a college kid using Instacart? Go to the grocery store. Pick up the groceries yourself, or walk Ma- walk to the the restaurant. Make the meal yourself. Ma- you know what I mean? Yes. You, nobody needs Instacart. Yeah, but when you're ooh, in college, you didn't know how to make anything besides uh, sure, but yeah, pasta. You, no, well, I mean, yeah, but first of all, he's a junior in college. He's he, he's had enough experience. By the time I was a junior in college, you're making your own. Me- you're making your meals. You're mm-hmm. not be- buying forty dollars sushi. At, at the grocery store, but I'm EB uh, Stevie Ubers everywhere. It's it's I see it happening. I'm just letting you know. I see it happening. I want EB. I want Stevie to be his own man. I want him to be a jack of all trades. Somebody who can pay his bills. <laughs> they can do his shopping. I'm worried about him becoming another EB, a useless member of society outside of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> you see, you see the road he's heading down. His wife has to drive the car. Eb sits as to sit in the back seat. I, I I need. I can't have another Eric Bickle out there. That's what I'm worried about. Well, hey, do should we have mentioned that 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 Stevie might get an internship at the station? He is. I was told that. There's no in, there's no internship program unless your your name is Lindsay. I I was told that there's a possibility Stevie Bickle interns at this radio station. I I might have to. Um, he can have my job. <laughs> you just hire him. <laughs> if that if that, ha- if that happens, the the flames are going to host midday. I know we, we can't <laughs> open that can, the can can of worms. I can't sit in the studio with their offspring. <laughs> <laughs> you're tiptoeing around you can't tell them what to do then they're gonna go tell daddy yeah. the drab was mean to him and plus they're, and plus they're gonna blab to him when we when we bad yeah, yeah yeah you know what you can't no children no no junkies kids in in the in the produce that's our that's our temple <laughs> oh <laughs> you, yeah oh, hold on do you know do you know how how i found that out how taking a Eric, after the show today. Why? He was just saying, are you saying that Stevie's interested in, in yeah, radio? Yeah, he's saying Stevie's interested in my, uh, exploring the option of an internship. As, Can as, I tell as, you, as logs are, are rolling out. Hey, Stevie's been, I like Stevie, he's been in here numerous times over the years. He's never shown one ounce of interest in radio. <laughs> All right? It's just, and... If he, you know what though, I don't call the shots. If EB can get us on an internship, more power to him. Hopefully, it's on the B Mitch and Finley show because <laughs> that's a conflict of interest on our show. No, it's not. I'm sure it would be fine. Hey, um, how would Eric, how would Eric take it if, if if Stevie came in and he was the 
interned punching bag. He that he, he wouldn't that that's what I'm talking about. That that w- it would break the, the 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 flow of internship. Like you wouldn't be able to join on him. Well, then again, we weren't really allowed to join on the Lindsays either. Yeah, but we still we kind of did. Yeah, but it was it was in a loving it was kind of loving way. Yes. What would Stevie's nickname be? Stewad. <laughs> <What? laughs> I don't know. Steve Wad. Maybe B Wad for Bickle. B Wad. We have to put the Bickle name with a Wad. Because it would just tilt him so much <laughs> that he would be associated with a Wad. Mm-hmm. All right. Bick Wad. All right. Something to, to, to keep your, uh, an ear out for. Maybe Steve will be an intern this summer. I have no idea. That's news to me. But, well, I was just, I, like I told you, I was, told he was taking that, a dump. I was taking the dump at 10.05 and he was in the stall next to me talking. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Please promote the show with us. Yes. And, and you know what we're going to do is on, on Bit Season, on the Twitter, at Bit Season, mm-hmm. we're going to take a picture of the, the doodle of what we think is AWOD. So I'll let you guys see for yourself. Come to your own conclusions. <laughs> all right. All right. I was I mean, I was hoping your bombshell was more juicy <laughs> that he like you had some gossip or something, uh, but you know I, uh, no, hey. it, was, it was more of a, a torpedo yeah. shell instead of more a bombshell, like a, more like a pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> all, right, all right, I made Valdez laugh. All right, everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. See you. Okay. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.